Hey guys, my name is Eric and I'm a heroin addict. Um, I'm going to start off with a moment of silence because I'm crazy and I like to get out of the way. So, um, my sobriety day is January 2nd, 2014. Um, I am a heroin addict. And I, I love HA. This is the first place I really like felt like I could be completely honest. You know, I didn't have to talk about like shooting up my alcohol or, um, you know, any of the other stuff that we tend to have to do to kind of get in line with the other fellowships. I mean, I love Alcoholics Anonymous. You know, it's, it's great. I have a sponsor in AA. Um, but you guys are my people. You know, this, this is where like I have felt like I have called to be and this is where I feel at most at home. And there's something like for me special about being able to say here and just like speak my truth without having to filter it. Um, so, um, January 2nd, 2014, I landed LAX, got off a flight. I'm from a little tiny town in Ohio. Um, no idea what I was getting into. Uh, definitely didn't want to be sober. Like, I could kind of see, like, how sticking a needle in my neck and, like, smoking crack was, like, a bad idea, and maybe I should stop doing that, but the idea of sobriety uh, was not something that I wanted or expected to happen. Um, you know, shortly before that, like, I had a couple things happen, like, the last year of my using. One, um, it got really weird. I got homeless. Um, this homeless, this time I was hanging out in Columbus, Ohio. So started off in the winter time and ended in the winter time, ironically. And you know, that's, it's not a great place to be homeless. We got snow, it gets cold. And more than the snow, we get a lot of rain, cold rain. Um, but uh, during that last year, like a couple of things that like brought me to you know, this realization of like how bad it actually was is one, like I ran out of money, which we can all relate to. And I made the simple decision that like, okay, taking a job is going to take too long. Um, I can't borrow anything else. because I've already borrowed everything that I can. You know, I, at this point, it's stolen every precious metal out of my parents' house from the gold to the copper and like either pawned it or recycled it or whatever I could do for cash. So I still need money, right? Because uh, heroin's expensive. And so I just said to cut out all the middlemen and I started printing my own money. And that worked fantastic for about six months um, until the Secret Service showed up and said, hey, you stop this. And you know, they, they have a way of making an entrance when they show up, it's a, you notice. Um, and so I had this court case then, you know, a 10 felony court case that I got all at once that was possibility of going federal. Um, and that went through, you know, I kind of fought that. I, I inherited some money right around the same time. And uh, when I inherited that money, I did two things. One, like I hired a lawyer. I had like 10 grand that I inherited. And the other one was like, I finally, because even though I was printing all this money, I was only having like $100 a day because it was like piddly. We were photocopying 20s. It wasn't like anything cool. Like it wasn't like real like money plates or anything like that. But... I got this $10,000, right? And this allowed me to go through my court case. 
and this allowed me to finally have enough, enough dope to where I could get like one last good one in, have enough money to like get in a hotel room and go way far away from where I was at and have some Suboxone some to detox. And I tried to do that over and over and over and over again, thinking like, this is just the answer. I've never had the right combination of one last good one and some something to detox off. Cause I knew like I was trying this and the court case was gonna come to fruition. Um, until finally court case settled first time offender had a lawyer and they basically said go to drug court for a year go to the suboxone clinic don't fuck up and we'll drop everything cool so i immediately got picked up for shoplifting about three weeks later because for me like the heroin wasn't even getting me high anymore the heroin was just keeping me well the crack was getting me high because i needed at least like 10 seconds of like out of this crazy place inside my head to survive and if i could get 10 seconds of freedom the other 23 hours and 59 minutes were okay i just needed to have that um so i got like picked up for shoplifting right as my court case was coming to the end i was started still enrolling in probation so they didn't like immediately throw me in jail but it's coming right and i'm sitting outside of this night's inn in a part of the town literally called the bottoms and um, I'm sitting there and I'm like, one of those moments of clarity where like, I'm fucked up, but I'm like, I'm fucked. And I'm going to federal prison, I'm going for a long time, and I'm going to detox there and this is, this is not okay with me. And so I said a prayer, which, you know, I didn't really believe in God. I've got a whole other thing with God that I don't have time to get into, but like me and him weren't friends. But at this point, like the prayer room, I'm like, hey man, I'm fucked. And if you know, if you're really there, like, I need some help. So my grandmother calls me like five minutes later and like, says, hey, Eric, you wanna go to treatment? I was like, okay, like, whatever, let's do this. And so I immediately scammed her out of a couple thousand dollars so I could stay well for, until she sent me to treatment. And then I got here, right? And like, I showed up not wanting to be sober, 100% sure that this was a fucking cult and I wanted nothing to do with it. This was crazy and that I um, gone through the steps a few times in my seven years. Every time I've gone through the steps, it's from the position that I'm 100% sure that it won't work. I'm 100% sure that either whatever the fuck God is either can't or he won't because I don't matter or God doesn't care. And that's the, that's how I approached the steps when I was getting sober the first time. There's, there's no way this is going to work for me. How is this fucking random lines of bullshit? Like, I see you, like, making amends to people and, like, believing there's a higher power and, like, writing your karma. Like, it's all, like, good shit to do. But, like, how is this going to solve my heroin addiction? I can't not put a needle in my neck. Um, how is this going to do that? And... I haven't thought about heroin in a long fucking time. You know, every once in a while I'll get a random thought and I'm like, whoa, that's wild. But what the steps did for me was they had directly addressed the underlying reasons why like I would need to stick a needle in my neck, why that level of insanity made sense. Because I start off my day when I'm not in alignment with whatever that thing is that a lot of us call God, I am restless, irritable, and discontented. For me, that means my mind will not stop racing. I'm restless. I'm thinking about what you're thinking about me. 
I'm thinking about what I'm going to say in response to that. And I've got like five responses planned because I have to look good to you because I need you desperately to like me. And then I'm thinking about five responses that you're going to plan. So I've got like 50 things going on in my head at all times. And if I'm like sexually attracted to you, that's like times a hundred and I'm extra batshit. I'm irritable. I feel like my skin is too tight. I feel like I don't, I didn't get the thing that everyone else got. I just don't fit in. It's hard. And I'm discontent. I mean, without contentment, I'm fucking depressed. And that's how I started my life. That's how I existed from pretty much like the, the age when you can have these kind of emotions for me, like 10, 11, 12, until I shot dope. And alcohol worked a little bit on that. Weed worked a little bit on that. But heroin, hands down, saved my life. Because if I had not found relief from those things, I would have offed myself a long time ago. That's how severe it is with me. Um, and it saved my life until it doesn't work anymore. And then when, you know, the only thing that has saved your life stops working, it's a fucked place to be. It's a place where you're pretty sure that either God doesn't give a fuck or is smiting you for all the counterfeiting and stealing and everything else that you've done to your family along the way. Um, so that's where I started my step work. And that's where like that restless, irritable and discontent, that starting place doesn't exist within me anymore. That's what the steps eradicated within me. I lost the stuff, the false ideas that I believe about myself, the old lies, the shit that I picked up along the way that was not true. I was able to look at that and let it go. And yeah, I get depressed. I get irritable. I get discontent. All that stuff still happens, but it happens at like a normal human level experience. And it's not like I'm starting at zero and I need to do drug to get to like 10 and like normal is 20. Today, I just start at normal. And sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's good, but it's not fucked. And the world is gonna end in the next five minutes, every five minutes, and I need to do something to escape, and this is all bullshit anyway, so why am I even trying? I might as well just commit crime. Today, like, I can get into a place, um, time's about up. Uh, I can get to a place where, <sighs> start just generally okay. Um, and that's what I've recovered from through the, the process of the steps, you know, and side effect of that. Don't need to shoot dope anymore. That's kind of cool. That's all I got.